I want to know from Coach Carson why he thinks people don't get started investing in real estate. Is it mm. lack of money? Is it fear? Is it self-doubt? Is it misunderstandings? When we look at the pool of folks that come into our universe, there are lots of folks that just don't get started. And I want to know what Chad thinks. Buddy, how you doing? Doing very well, Michael. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. I love having you. I love having these conversations. You've been doing this a long time, helping thousands and thousands of people. And I got to ask, why do you think it is people just don't get started? Yeah, the, the first word that came to me was fear. Although I think everything you just mentioned, I think we, I could, I'm thinking of individuals who, who had, had some kind of quality, but you know, I think we could peel the layers back a little bit. Ultimately, fear is a big one. I mean, we're, we're all human beings. We're all animals who have, have these emotions. And real, when it comes down to it, real estate investing is, is a decision that has bigger stakes than seemingly some of the other investments you can make. Like you can go buy a stock and put a hundred bucks in just to dip your toe in the water, buy a hundred bucks of the S&P 500 and, oh, okay, let's see how this works. You can kind of understand how the, how, under the hood, how it works. Real estate, it's a little different. I mean, it's like this, it's like you're taking this leap over this, this chasm, it feels like at least, and you're all in, like <laughs> the down payment, the debt, the, you know, the consequences of buying in a certain location. So I just, I just think that magnitude, that feeling of magnitude of buying real estate is just a little different than even maybe starting a business. Like I know when I've started businesses, I've found ways to get in with, you know, not a lot of risk, not, let's just test this out. Let's sell it to one customer. Let's figure it out. I don't know. I think I think to me that's like the top layer is just that real estate's a little bit different animal. It has pluses and minuses to that, but the the you can't kind of halfway do it. Like you you've actually yeah. you you got to really really take that step. Otherwise, you're not in. Yeah. So let's peel that back and let's because again when I when I sort of look out there the, the 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 world that we try to help motivate encourage, sometimes we have to realize where the message is not being received. Right. If we put it out there as a teacher or a coach, but it's not being received correctly, that's on us, mm -hmm. right? Our, our message is, needs to be different. So I think there's a lot of people out there that we'll just use the word fear because it's a, you know one of those four letter words. And I think something that, you know, that we as advisors, coaches, mentors, whatever you want to call us could do is, is kind of address that head on. And when I think about the fear, again, trying to break down the layers, there's kind of the fear, like there's people today that were directly or indirectly hurt by the Great Recession. Maybe they didn't lose a property, but their parents did or their aunts or uncles. And, and they've heard the horror stories. And all they know is so-and-so bought something, lost something. It was a horrible outcome. That's that's real, right? That's That's a, that's a real thing that we need to acknowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Experience your personal experiences, and sometimes the secondhand experiences are even worse because you don't yeah. know all the you don't know all the details of what went into that, right? Because when you make your own decisions, you're you're going to get to choose the location, like all the stuff you teach and I teach as well. You're going to choose every part of your process, where you invest, the type of investing, the type of financing you get, the type of property you buy, how much down payment you make. I mean, those are yeah. all decisions that if we we know this that affects the success of your decision, but you know, for a kid or for a secondhand family member watching, watching our uncle or our mom or dad or brother, yeah. you know, lose, lose a property. I mean, that's, that is, that's real. That it makes you, makes an impression on you. No, absolutely. And again, there's a lot of folks that are carrying that baggage 
you know, I've seen it in relationships where somebody like maybe the wife wants to do real estate, but the husband doesn't or vice versa. Uh, There's real history that people need to talk about. Now, what I would advise people again, in most instances that went through that, and I've had hundreds of these conversations, the crux of the matter was the debt was the problem, not the house. It's the debt that blew up that caused the house. And, you know, the whole, you know, you go watch the big short and, and realize, you know, it was just a, an era that likely, hopefully will never be repeated. The other thing around fear is these devices that most of us carry with us. Most of us have some, if not many social media apps on them. It is a reflection of what you believe. And there's a lot of folks, Chad, that have gravitated to doom, crash bros, um, economic collapse, you know, the world is out to get you, that they don't realize that these content creators are simply capitalists that are tapping into the vein of fear because it pays well, right? Some of these guys who are preaching crash bros are trying to buy a home. I mean, how, I mean, how, wild is that to think about um they're just content creators that tapped into a vein um that are okay selling their soul for a penny a click it's crazy yeah agree and i, I think my, my comment on that too and I, i've noticed just from talking to you it seems like you have a pretty good schedule where you're you're kind of you, you you quarantine your life into certain segments i know i've done this too this is something i think i i tapped into this early on in my career because the internet sort of magnified this, but this has always been a thing, whether you're watching news or reading newspapers or just gossiping with your friends, there's yeah. always going to be this kind of negative kind of vibe coming. I found that we, you have to look at yourself as an entrepreneur and you're as an entrepreneur, your number one asset is the, the information. What's what's in between your two ears, like the, in your brain, the attitude, the mindset, the thoughts. And if you, you got to look at it, like this input device, like if you input garbage in, if you input negative vibes in, and particularly what time of day you do that. Like for me, I had this little one to two hour period in the morning that's just sacred space. Like that, that's when I'm getting ready. It's almost like you're warming up a vehicle. Like you, you got to warm your mind up a little bit. And I know this has nothing to do with real estate, but to me, it's like everything to do with it is how you approach your mindset and the schedule you have. And like, do, do you have habits? Do you like, I don't know, you don't have to exercise, but most people I know who are pretty successful do some kind of walking, some kind of exercise, like all of that stuff put together matters in your confidence level of making an offer on a property. Like it really does. Because if you've been feeding your brain two hours of nonsense and crash bro stuff for the first two hours of the morning, like yeah. there's no way you're going to make a confident offer on a property and use your brain and your creativity. Like you've got to deliberately architect your day and your life in a way that your time, your energy, your focus is, is in the right spot because this, this is not just a real estate thing. Every athlete I've known, I played football in college. I mean, people are like super guarded about what goes in their head and what goes in their schedule. And they, they don't tolerate a lot of the nonsense, a lot of the crap that comes into people's life into their day. They're just like, no, I, I got a, a lock on my door and that doesn't, that doesn't come in. Yeah. That doesn't serve me. So, so I'm just going to leave it there and just move on. Not, not judge anybody for it, but just not move on because yeah. it doesn't serve me. And the, the last thing, when I think about folks that come into our world that don't kind of do the work and, and make, you know, forward momentum is just self-doubt. And that's hard for me because I I think real estate investing is a skill. And because it's a skill, Chad, 
it, I believe it can be learned by anyone. It's a skill that everybody could be better at. You and I included, right? We're still investing. We're still learning. We're just a little bit better every day. We just have, you know, 10 or 20 years of experience. So those little improvements, they compound to a big number. I, I, I want, I, if I could do one thing for people in our world is I just want to give them belief that it's possible. It's real estate investing is always hard, but it's always possible. And some people just don't see it. They just, they think it's just impossible. Can't be done today. Sorry. Can't be done today. Oh, it's not true. Yeah, I've gotten dozens of the, I've been reading reading my YouTube comments the last couple of days catching <laughs> up. But I, I mean, it's like 25% or can't be done, can't be done. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. th th there's two, two little quick stories. Like one is about my daughters. I, I coached their volleyball and, you know, like youth soccer and volleyball. And it's amazing to me how we adults are, are just big kids. You know, we, we the same, the same, I have these little, these little kids who are learning how to serve in volleyball and they're, they're awful at first. Like they just, they can't oh. even like, if the ball falls out of their hand and they're like, <laughs> Self, talk about self-doubt. They're just like, oh, I can't do this. And you know what we have to do as coaches? You have to like start with little bitty steps. Say, all right, let's just learn how to hold it in your hand. And let's just do like the first step. We're not going to try to hit it over the net. We're just going to hit this little, we're just going to hold it in our hand. And then you get with that part and then you put another piece together. And it's the same way. The second story is like learning a language. My daughters and my wife and I moved to Spain and it's overwhelming and talk about self-doubt when you're trying to go speak yeah. to someone who's a, a native speaker and you thought you knew Spanish until you go out and try to say something and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and then you don't, you don't know exactly, you don't know anything ah. they said. And so, so I guess my, my point here is like, we have, we have been learning to do these kind of things our whole life. And all of a sudden we get into real estate and because of that magnitude I've talked about, I think we kind of freeze. We're like, we're adults. We're not supposed to be silly little kids who make mistakes and who act like an idiot. You know, like when I'm learning, learning language, you have to be willing to make a mistake. And to me, when I'm coaching people, it's like, all right, let's break this entire big process down in these little bitty steps, little do the, do the work. Like you say, let's just do the work on a very low risk step. Let's go to the neighborhood. Let's call somebody. Let's talk to a real estate agent. Let's even make an offer and have, have a deposit that's, you know, you might lose a thousand bucks on your deposit. Worst case scenario, like if you can break it down into these pieces where it's not quite a chasm, but it's these little baby steps, just like the little girl learning how to serve, like then you can develop confidence and prove to yourself that yeah, I could do, I could do something bigger now and I'm not, I'm not so scared of it. Yeah. I, I think that is the key. Cause when I think about all the people that come to me with kind of self-doubt, I think you're right. I think it is that kid. It is, you know, learning to serve. It is learning a language because most people when I ask them, Hey, did you ever learn to play an instrument? Have you learned a second language or have you learned a new sport? Most people say yes. And I say, great. How did you do that? Well, I practiced, right? I did the little things. I knew where to put my hands. I tried, I learned the nouns and the verbs and the conjugation or whatever it is for the thing. And I'm like, you know what? Real estate investing is the same thing. It's just a series of little steps that ultimately get you. Don't, don't just decide to do something and suddenly you're a landlord. Man, there's hundreds of steps in order to get you there. So um, I think you break it down pretty well. I think that's awesome. People can do it. This isn't rocket science. Yes, there's some things to learn, but I promise you, like this is like adding and subtracting. This is like middle school level level in terms of just right. It's not rocket science. So that's that's my message. You've all done a lot harder things than, than real yeah. estate. You, you can do this. <laughs> That's I agree with that. You've done a lot harder things in life than learning how to invest in real estate. Chad, where can people find you? I'm at coachcarson.com. Or if you're watching me on YouTube, as most people are, just search Coach Carson and you'll find my channel. Love to connect with you there. Awesome. Folks, send them a note. Tell them you came from one rinse at a time. 
Uh, so he knows his time with us each week is worth it. Thanks, bud. Thank you, man.